The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Thank you, Alliance. That was lovely. Uh, that's our theme song for the year from Alliance. The Rez people. Listen to this. I saw this story this weekend. You want to see the? You want to hear the worst idea ever? Uh, well, I'll just start playing it. <laughs> Nice result. I think uh, I uh, did the contest like four years ago for the first time, 2019. <laughs> Ended up just behind the podium back then. So uh, I actually came in uh, with, the, with the plan to get to get the podium and actually did it. It's a seagull calling contest at a bar. Can you imagine the night you didn't know that was going on and 80 people showed up and kept doing that for two hours? I'd shank someone with a broken I would beer bottle. Kill someone. It's the worst promotion ever of all time. It's brutal. Yeah, I'm they, throwing bread in the air at that place. <laughs> it was uh, a, a Belgian town did this thing uh, where they had uh, I don't even know the whole thing is on there. This is like another. They don't like them because their droppings fall all over. They open uh, litter bins. They pick ice creams and sandwiches. And we thought, why not getting more sympathy for those seagulls? Because they are part of the coast. Yeah. There's no coast without seagulls. This is a suicide. These people need to kill themselves. There's nothing better to do. Man, they've been working on those calls. <laughs> Somebody had to practice that. Can you imagine being the neighbor of that? <laughs> Just standing on a beach pissing you off. Like, what's the worst part of the beach? The seagull. Any people impersonating those? Just terrible. And this is the whole bar at the end. There's hundreds of people in there. It's just awful. Just Look how they have the music idea. playing over. Yeah. The oh yeah, no, get yeah, definitely have something <laughs> playing in the background. Horrible. I'd rather go to Brady's Luau. <laughs> Would the uh, winner get ice creams and sandwiches? <laughs> yeah, and so they got to rummage through the garbage. <laughs> and got some weird, uh, like, strange calcium blisters on their feet. Seagulls are the, like, worst thing about the beach. Those winged rats, they'll steal everything. So we had the, uh, we just the people that come to make the noises, and we're very pleased because we're miserable uh, with life. <laughs> If all of us could kill ourselves, we would do it. But first, we want to be uh, incredibly depressed. <laughs> that broad. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Again, when you're complaining about America, just think. These European nations were always like, it could be like in Belgium where they have health care. They also have that. 
And they are just, you know, just walk the streets waiting for the seagulls to take the ice creams. She does that in the bedroom. Oh, yeah. Well, that would actually be pretty cool if you're in the midst of a couple thrusts and she just goes, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what the hell is going on? I'm killing this broad. Yeah, I'd be proud of that. And when she has a moment, it uh, sounds a little bit like a seagull stealing your ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Oh, horrible. I saw that on the news and I'm like, oh, my God, I want, I want audio of that immediately. And the next story I saw right after is a lady in Russia that got fined like $40,000 for publicly saying that uh, she thinks the Volodymyr Zelensky is an attractive man. 40 G's. 40,000 rubles, which is like eight bucks. But still, it's a. You can't say it. Like, there was a. But somebody ratted her out. Somebody's like, oh, she's 70. A 70 year old woman just in Russian said, I I think he's an attractive man. They they charged her 40 grand. I think that's fair. (laughs) You imagine? Everybody's always bitching about how cruddy America is. You just go, you know who's a decent looking guy is Vladimir Putin. 50,000. Like, you get hit with a tariff just for having an opinion. You, you gotta know, sit and watch all these people bitch about this place. I think Bin Laden's kind of handsome. <laughs> Eight, you know what? Six, like six four. <laughs> kept himself in decent shape outside of the dialysis. He needed he had bad liver and kidneys, but you know, if not for all the other stuff, dark olive skin. I mean, he was a pretty decent looking guy. Maybe shave him up, clean him up, put him on uh, one of those makeover shows, and get rid of all that dirt. Well, the broads like those beards nowadays. So, That's you know true. I mean, I mean, that was the... Again, I've always said that about 9-11. The one thing surprising that came from that, I always... Uh, like, in the 50s, hipsters didn't just run around with Hitler mustaches. That was over. Like, Hitler wrecked it, and it was never... Bin Laden blows up the trade centers, becomes public enemy number one for the United States, and an entire generation of people started to grow his beard, started to look like him. And it stayed. Like the Bin Laden beard. Cool. And it was pretty soon after. Like everybody watched that and went, that dude's beard's awesome. Hitler, the mustache, did not catch on afterwards. Like he's the biggest enemy of the United States. And I look around and I see nothing but little white Bin Ladens all over. Every time you go to like the Windsor and what, everybody's got a Bin Laden beard. Our old promo director, Mark Randall. Oh, yeah. Looks like Santa Bin Laden. He's got, it's gray, but he kept it together. It's all Bin Laden. I would love to be able to grow a beard like that, but it's pretty heavy Bin Laden. And I've seen Middle Easterners that wear it, and that's really surprising. You're in the U.S. of A. That one dude I saw at AJ's that I thought was Bin Laden. That was before we got him, and I'm walking around AJ's. He's in the full, like in the dress, wearing sandals. He's got the big hat on, beard, just walking through AJ's, grabbing some farm fresh apples and some stuff. And I'm like, I think I should call somebody. I'm pretty sure that's him. If I was a Middle Easterner living in the U.S., I'm not going for that look. I'm keeping it tight, you know. I'm not even using any beard oil, and I'm not wearing the same colors. Like, there's definitely a, a costume change coming my way. If I'm like, ah. Dropping the robes. You look a lot like Bin Laden. Is something nobody wants to hear. <laughs> you just don't do it, especially at AJ's. It's not a thing. But at least here in the States, we don't have this. <laughs> she won, by the way. That has to be the winner. Yeah. She won. I mean, and she yeah. went home by herself that night, yeah. too. There's another one in here. I haven't played this one yet. That sounds just like a lady having a good time. Or a man. 
Anyway, any bar that has a seagull calling contest, no. I don't think you should do that. And then I also saw that Pete Davidson ran his car into somebody's house in Beverly Hills this weekend. Hammered? No, totally no drugs, which is surprising because he's always high. No drugs, no alcohol, but high rates of speed, so reckless driving. Peeled into through, through somebody's front yard. He had his girlfriend with him, and I forgot her name. She's that, uh, what's her name? She a model? No. That's the thing about Pete Davidson, I've noticed. This one is kind of okay. She's not great looking. She's good, not great. Her name is Chase Swee Wonders. She's on some TV show. S-U-I wonders. She's okay. The only reason we're interested in Pete Davidson is when he's got somebody that is out of his league. This one's kind of like, all right, I can see that. She's the least of his kills. Keeping in mind it was Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, Kim Kardashian, Emily Ratajkowski. She's okay. And now we're not interested in him. Unless he's banging somebody amazing. Pete Davidson is not funny enough to like and not interesting enough to like follow around. Like unless he crashes into a house. There are no pictures of his girlfriend hanging around. Like if that was with one of the good kills, she's all right. Yeah. But you could see like Very I would average. I would set her up with Pete Davidson if I was friends with him. Like, yeah. all right, yeah, this is this is what you can you can probably hang on to this one. Very average from Very what average. he's come from right. what he's had. Look, no offense to her. Wild yeah. step backwards. Right, absolutely. And all of us do that to our friends. Like, you've seen a guy who was with a girl for for a while, and it's like, man, he overachieved. And then they break up, and his next girlfriend is a lot less. We, we, we've seen, oh, yeah. we've, we've got friends who have done it. Now, the next girlfriend isn't as good as the last one, and it makes you think, he's got to realize that, right? He's got to know that that tight package he got rid of. <laughs> Nowhere near... Like, what's going on here in this mayonnaise jar that he calls a girlfriend now? <laughs> it's nothing worse than watching a guy downgrade. He's downplaying his junk, too, on podcast. It's yeah, he's now, now he's seen his dicks little, and he's like, it's just, no, I'm just not what you thought I was. Well, yeah, he crashed into a house to get attention now because nobody's paying a, nobody cares about him unless he's wildly out of his... Out of, it gave, gave us hope. It gave us guys, ugly dudes across America had hope, and Pete Davidson was jumping... From Kim Kardashian to Emily Ratajkowski. Did he total the uh, Tesla? No, it was a it was a Mercedes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Tesla would have just dodged the house. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, but we don't care about Pete Davidson unless he's got gorgeous on his arm. Now it's like, man, all right, go ahead, Taco Bell spokesman, you do your thing. Because it was making us hopeful. I had one friend once who was way out of his league with a girl, like way out of his league, gorgeous. And we all admired him. Like, we, like I liked him more. Like, he was funnier. Like, his life, he just, it was just better. They break up. I don't see him for a while. And the next lady's with is just kind of a lump. <laughs> Looks like an aunt or a grandma. <laughs> and you're kind of like, oh. Suddenly, he's not nearly as cool. Jokes aren't funny. Like, just something about it. You just look down on him after that. Like, you, you, you realized your capabilities. It's like a dude throwing a no-hitter in the bigs, and then the next year you find out he's playing for the Tennessee Smokies. Yeah. It's like, ah. Oh. That's my fraternity brother, Dave Champness. Knocked one out of the park. Started dating the uh, president of the Pie Fies. Yeah. I mean, the guy's wearing a smoking jacket, walking in the hallway. He's got the swagger on, and three weeks later. She's gone. He went to the Smokies. 
He got the note on his locker. Yeah, like, he was this the is king it. of the world. Back to I'm the like, Smokies. Is- my, speaking of king of the world, the best story ever. My friend Colin Boyd took a girl named uh, Tony Munoz. Same name as the lineman. Tony Munoz and him went to go see Titanic together in 1997. And I swear to God, I've never seen a man walk with a stiffer spine and a better look on his face than when he came back in that Monday. And he looked at me and he goes, I am king of the world, playing off the movie. And he goes, took her to the movies? She's into me. This girl was six feet tall, ridiculously hot, an intern, 19 years old. We're all 24, 25. She likes Colin. We can't figure it out. He can't figure it out. Don't He's question it. Riding it. Don't question it. Takes her to the thing on Friday. Calls her Sunday, says something. Monday, he walks into the building. He's like, by the way, not sure we can be friends anymore. And I would have said, you're right. I don't think I can go, I don't think I can go places with you because I'm going to drag a troll along by comparison. Like, I don't fit in in your life anymore. You should discard me. And so we would talk at work, but that was going to be the end of our relationship. And we hung out all the time, but he, he'd moved on. He'd won the girl lottery. You'll make me look bad. He's in the show. He got. He's in the show. I'm still playing for the Smokies. I'm not even playing. I'm benched. I had. No, I had no ball, no bat, no glove. I was just. I was basically just practicing at home. If you know what I mean. <laughs> gets gets the flu, and misses work for four days and is out on his ass. Like like sick. Wasn't talking. Throwing up. Calls her that Thursday night. Says sorry, I got really sick. And she goes, I'm not into games. Click. Comes back in the next in T-shirt, tattered rags. Looks like he's been cast away. He's like, I don't know what happened. Like She won't even talk to me. She thinks I was playing games. I've been sick for four days. I'm like, I don't know what to do. You can Google her. She married the owner of the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Every time the Chiefs throw up a Lombardi trophy, <laughs> she's on the stage holding it. And I get a text. I made out with her. I'm like, don't, don't glory daze me on that one. You struck out. You're back down with us in the Smokies. <laughs> Man, did she dodge a bullet? Did she ever? <laughs> you married some WP Carey employee. We don't need that garbage. So that was the world she ran in. So close. And she liked him. Colin playing games. <laughs> Boyd's flu pushed her to. What if Lamar Hunt's sons? Sunburst <laughs> Morning Sickness. K-U-P-D. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And what did it do? It brought him back to me. That's not her. Oh, it, it's a, the owner's wife. It's, a, it's Tony Hunt. She has dark hair. I don't know if she's married to Clark or... He's, he's, he's a minority owner. Is he Mexican? No. <laughs> Yeah, I think it. It's she's the dark-haired one. one. There she is. That's it. The one on the cover of Frisco Life. <laughs> she's on that magazine cover. Also a model and a philanthropist in the neighborhood. She pumped out like nine kids and kept it together too. Look at what she married. He's like wow. he's like five three. He's a billionaire though. Dan Hunt. Yeah. And I mean, she is a she's elegant, gorgeous. I mean, when she remember when she because the the woman I ended up marrying at the t- before the first time uh, was at the station too, and she hired this girl as her intern, not realizing because the woman that was my ex was six feet tall and probably was like the most statuesque one in the building. Hated her because she didn't realize what she'd done because she didn't know she had to have a chat with her because she had legs that were longer than Brady. 
All right, that's a bad example. <laughs> I was just gonna say all women okay. do. So he had legs that were very long. We'll just go with that, like long. And she wore these tiny skirts and this tight, like tight. She was just perfect. Like she'd walk by and be like, "I've never seen human legs like that." So then the lady I was interested in at the time, running that department, had to sit her down and say, "Enough with the short skirts. That's not appropriate business attire." And we told her, "Don't listen to her. She's." Keep doing what you're doing. And she'd laugh. Like, I know. She'd like mad at us. And I'm dating that woman at the time. And I'm like, she's a bitch. Like, let's let's be honest. Let's just hope terrorists take her out someday. Almost. And then, uh, yeah. So she tried to talk her out of like being so hot at work because it was distracting from people paying attention to her. That was a quick in- internship. Of course it was. That girl didn't need to be an intern running errands and getting me sandwiches. I don't need her going to, you know call of the wild to go get me a euro because i'm busy but that's what she was doing and then this statuesque model would come in with french fries and a burger or a quiznos or something because i asked her to go get it she was working for nothing colin takes her to titanic plays some tongue bath with her <laughs> sends her away catches the flu she's married to the chiefs <laughs> he's back with you in the smokies that's right and now we're throwing heat in the bullpen of the smokies and maybe looking to go down we might be heading to daytona <laughs> we might be a Daytona Cub before days out. Every day's a fingers crossed going back to the locker that, eh, looks like we're going to get downgraded again. But that's Pete Davidson. He's back with the Smokies. He's back with us again. He's not doing anything special. He's got an average girl. <laughs> Pete Davidson was shocking the world all for like five years, and now he crashes into houses to get attention. He doesn't even have a girlfriend we care about. It's, it's, a, it's amazing. But we've all got that friend. Man, I remember his ex. And, and it never goes away. And you like meet him and you're like, man, nice to meet you. How did you pull that off? <laughs> well, you know what I mean? They, two years later, you see him. This is my troll new wife. I'm like, oh, what happened? You don't say it out loud, but you say it to your friends. Bro, what, what happened to Andy? What, why, did, why did that happen to him? <laughs> he went through a really dark time after the hot one left and evidently lost his sight and ability to feel and smell. <laughs> Which one's his wife again? Is she the one over there dipping her hands in the in the ranch? He should have went twink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look how far down he went. <laughs> you don't you don't drop. Like that's the mountaintop. That's like having sex with Mount Rushmore and then going over to Spook Hill. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm dating Spook Hill. Like that's just embarrassing. You should change her name. She's an inappropriate girl. Weren't you banging Mount Rushmore for a little bit? Yeah, that didn't work out. Now I bang Spook Hill. Oh, I'm sorry. That's rough. Her trailer's nice. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> Only problem is we've got to be quiet because her grandma lives in the trailer, and sometimes, you know, we disrupt her. You can hear her oxygen tank start to rattle. Sounds like seagulls. Yeah. <laughs> she is great, but in that trailer park. <laughs> yeah, Mount Rushmore never made those noises. We've all seen it. We've all watched guys do it. Fingers crossed you're always upgrading. Women, too. We've seen women, decent-looking husbands, and then most of the time, poor women start with a decent-looking husband, and then you meet him again a few years later. You're like, what happened to your good-looking husband? I'm like, that's him. I'm like, oh, my God. What did he, is he, did he get into a group of raccoons and he eats out of the garbage now? What happened to that guy? Marriage destroyed his will to live. Oh, so he just quit trying. I see. You don't see that as often because with women, most of the time it's the Dan Hunt syndrome. 
Oh, you'll see that. But you see yeah, a you lot see, more on that on that side of it. You but see a lot some. of good looking dudes that go portly and awful after marriage. I've, I've had oh, yeah. the, plenty of and the women. star quarterback in high school. Yeah, Zellner. I don't know if he, he still looks pretty good. He's of course he does. Got that magic, you know. DZ. To talk bad about DZ, he whips that dick out. It's like a magician's wand. Just stars and moon shoot off of it. But yeah, like we've all had that one handsome friend in high school that ballooned. Women are tolerant of it, though. I got to hand it to him. Got to hand it to him. I got a text yesterday from a friend of mine that said, I'm so disappointed in my college roommate. And it's a picture of him with his wife. <laughs> and that was the only thing. His wife was like, look. <laughs> Dudes are mean about it. Like, Why is he? Like, just, she's got that. She's like probably in her mid-40s and she's got that. I'm done trying hair. You know, it's like cut above her ear. Like she doesn't want to style anything. <laughs> it's a bowl it's, it's barely a bowl. Like, a, like it's an Aztec <laughs> oh, cave drawing. Like, she, she went to an Aztec cave barber, pointed to the drawing on the wall, and said, make me look like that. Is that straight across the top, and then it drops down. It's like a, it's like a Dutch boy, only shorter. <laughs> she looks like the owner if of the you Raiders. you put a wig on a coconut, that's how I want it. She actually does look like the owner of the Raiders. It's awful. And he's like, I'm so disappointed in my college roommate. And again, we'll talk about this 30 years later where we're like, what happened? He used to date hot chicks. Like, so hot. I'm like, well, it's been 20 years, so. And he goes, she was ugly in college. <laughs> like, they knew, it, they knew her then. I guess they, they rekindled they, oh, they rekindled go. 20 years later when both of them were unbelievably desperate. And to, to be fair, to be fair, uh, he's no prize anymore either. Like, he might have been something. I think they're early 40s people. Probably 20 years ago, he was probably a thing. <laughs> he looks terrible. They're a couple of just zeros just banging into each other. <laughs> It happens. <laughs> Look, I'm no prize. I'm just saying. Hey, you know, you just don't want people saying that about you. It's the worst. Guys think about it. I don't know that women think about it. I don't think it, women just want security and kindness. So they'll, they'll grab some weird dude or allow their husband to just go pig. Like, women are so tolerant of it. They invented that thing called dad bod, and we got excited. Like, we don't have to try half as hard if that's the if that's the bar they're setting for what's good looking. All right. <laughs> Nailed it. I can do dad bod. <laughs> that's easy. When they get when Obama took his shirt off, and I'm like, eh, he looks a little bit like E.T. when his uh, he looks like me with his shirt off. And people are like, sexy. I'm like, he is. He's got like he's sloppy. Oh, Obama's keeping it together. I'm like, what am I not seeing? I don't <laughs> Jason Momoa is keeping it together. Obama looks a little bit like when they found E.T. in the gutter. That's how I look. I don't want, I don't want that to be the standard. It's got to be higher than that. But anyway, if you're, if you're on Mount Rushmore, appreciate it. Because at any given time, it could marry an owner of a football team and <laughs> just ruin your life forever. <laughs> He's never been the same. My buddy's never been the same. There's always that standard that he's like, I, could, I can do this, you know? It's got to be like the way the reason Tom Brady took so long to retire. In his brain, he's thinking, "I can still do this," but now he can't. He could never pull the sweet, sweet Tony Munoz hunt. Yeah, Google her; you'll be knocked out. She's got to be pushing. Geez, that's she's got to be like forty-seven or so now, because she yeah. was twenty, and this was nineteen ninety-six, seven. 
So yeah. Forty. So yeah, it was nineteen ninety seven because it was Titanic. So she was. Let's say she was twenty then. We're looking at almost thirty years ago. Twenty six years ago. So she's yeah, forty six years old. She looks great for forty six. Oh yeah. He's never pulling that again. <laughs> Poor Colin. Yeah, Colin's all done. I hope his jerk game's on point because that's probably all he's got left. <laughs> Poor fella. Yeah, that's, that's, the that's Pete, Mount Rushmore. The Pete Davidson story. I mean, Pete Davidson not only had a Mount Rushmore, he had four. He had a Mount Rushmore. You think yeah. of that. If you're a man and you're like Ratajkowski, Kim Kardashian, uh, Kate Beckinsale, Ariana Grande, that's a that's a Mount Rushmore. I forgot about Ariana. Yeah, she that was, was the, the first one. First yeah. one we're all like, wait a minute, what is he doing? And now I would look at her and say, she's out of his league because this is what the dude's capable of. And now he's got sweet wonders. I'm like, oh, all right. Spook Hill. <laughs> <laughs> you left your you left South Dakota. You're tumbling around a mesa for chicks now. I get it. Or if it would have started out in the original. If he's upgrading, yeah. Wonders, and that was oh, the first yeah. one, you're like, oh, man, he's doing he's working right. his way up the ladder. If she was yeah, the first absolutely. one, we'd yeah. be like, that chick's too good for Pete Davidson, right. but okay. And then he, <laughs> now it doesn't even and then he, the and then grade. They break up, and he goes to Ariana Grande. I'm like, that's a hell of an upgrade. And then it goes to Kate Beck and says, like, oh, something's going on here. If he graduated, if you go from Spook Hill to Mount Rushmore, that oh, makes yeah. sense to me. Oh, that's absolutely. progression. It's regression to go from Rushmore to the hill, <laughs> the unmentionable Mesa Hill. Yeah, it's tough. And we all got friends who did it. I even talked to Tripp. It never stops. Tripp's an older gentleman. He's a friend of mine from San Diego. Went through a tough divorce. Married a pig. Things are different. (laughs) (laughs) We don't hang around as much because his wife eats with her hands. (laughs) We used to go to a lot of dinners. His ex-wife was beautiful. Mentally screwed him up after the divorce, so he married a hog. We kicked him out of the club. He's not allowed in Bel Air anymore. It happens. Every guy does it. They fly private. They have to put her on one side of the plane. Everyone else on the other. <laughs> it wasn't a bird strike in Columbus. That lady got up to the, go to the bathroom. The plane tilted over. Blew up an engine. Trying to haul all that weight. No offense to anybody out there who's gone from Mount Rushmore to Spook Hill. You know if you've done it. You know. And most and guys so do who do friends. it, most guys who do it are like, she was a pain in the ass. This one's easy going. And that's true of the, she has to be. the girls have to try. Going yeah, on for that's her. a fact. The 1 a.m. at the bar girl? Oh, yeah. Probably the nicest, sweetest person you'll ever meet. Just, <laughs> just the, <laughs> the hands sinking into that thing like dough. No, oh. I know. And the smells and the different colors oh. when you open up creases. Like there's like rashy red and brown and God knows what. <laughs> Sounds like Crayola sixty four <laughs> right, yeah, colors. Got a 64. Rashy red. I think you melted a crayon in this one. <laughs> no, I just got a big rash. Get sweaty in there. Yeah, I guess. Yuck. I think it's like the uh, album you buy for the. You know, you, you like the one hit that the band put out, yeah. but you play the album so much. Yeah. You just start liking the rest of the. You just songs. have to. Yeah. Just tolerate it. <laughs> Paid seventeen bucks for the CD. I'm gonna get my use out of it. Ugh. That's the other thing. The the new, you know, Spook Hill version, she's not going to be mad that you were with Mount Rushmore. She's just happy she's got you. And it kind of makes her feel like, maybe I'm a Mount Rushmore. You're not. No. Look, at You're not. look in the mirror. <laughs> You're Mount Potatoes. <laughs> hands. When you grab them and there's like indentions when your oh. hands leave. Oh. Like you grabbed a memory foam mattress. 
<laughs> so bad. Ah, poor Colin. It'll happen and to all of us. And it's not memory foam? No, it's not at all. It doesn't remember. <laughs> it, doesn't. it reshapes itself like, an, like the things from the movie The Abyss. <laughs> she kind of globs around like Terminator 2. And dudes are doing it too, ladies. I'm not making fun of just you. I look like garbage too. I don't know what the hell's going on in my life. I'll never be a Mount Rush. I'm no, I'm no woman's Mount Rushmore, that's for sure. <laughs> There's no way. Imagine if Colin would have made that work with that girl for the, the chief's owner for a little while. How much more screwed up it would have made him. Like if they dated for a while and then she left. I, I can't imagine like your wife. She would have dressed him. My ex-wife is with some loaded dude, like way beyond me. And uh, that doesn't bother me at all because now it's his problem. Yeah. But I think people thought that would bother me because, you know, there were pictures on Facebook of them on the moon and like, <laughs> wrestling lions and African safaris. And I'm like, I'm good. I don't care. But, yeah. But he it was the all... orange jumpsuit. He yeah. was good. <laughs> yeah. He went there for a little while where he had to go away. But, you know, when you steal money. She married Shug Knight? Sort of. Jesus. But that was like, you know, he was an unknown. Strong possibility that could have been huge. But he, she upgraded massively. That dude's so much better than me. So much better than me. But I was Spook Hill, and now she's on Mount Rush. When I look at my life the exact same way, <laughs> I got off Spook Hill, that's for sure. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't even Spook Hill. I was in the Trade Center rubble. I mean, I had that to deal with. That was no fun. You don't know what it's like to have the trauma of somebody who survived 9-11 in your kitchen every night at... Two in the morning. Good when the, times. When the when the night terrors came. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, what am I sleeping next to? Yeah, it wasn't any fun. I dodged a bullet there and she dodged an airplane. What are you going to do? Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Anyway, uh, let's get it to it. Oh, it's already 719. What's on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. The guys over there are going to get you on the trails right now. And uh, they got the products, the knowledge, and everything you need to hit the trails this summer safely and effectively. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to go. Or just go down the Gilbert Road in Southern. Josh and the boys will take care of you. Uh, on the list, we got I Prevail, uh, Foo Fighters, Ozzy, The Damn Things, uh, Falling in Reverse, Mastodon, Parkway Drive, Godsmack, it's Shannon Larkin's birthday today. Uh, Luxie Turna for uh, for Larry. Or Sam, I guess I should say. Yeah. Uh, Stone Sour, Disturbed. We can do a little Godsmack. All We're right. getting closer and closer to the show. Carolyn emails and says, how do you know when you're shooting out of your league? As a woman, I think it's a lot harder. Because with guys, we just tell each other. Oh, yeah. Like, I you think out- girls do, too. They got to. No, There's no possible way. In any comfortable situation, I could walk up to your girlfriend right now and mm-hmm. say, man, did you outkick your coverage? <laughs> a woman would break down in tears if she was told the man she's with is too good for her. Can you imagine? that They'd lose their minds. If I walked mm-hmm. up to Ronnie and went, man, oh, man, way out of your league, dudes hear it from women. How did you do this? And the first things you think, you must have money or a big D. But women and men both tell guy. I hear it all the time. Heard it last week. You hear like, it yep. constantly. She's a lucky woman. And we have to eat it up. Oh, yeah, but you get defensive. I don't. I'm like, you're right. I don't. I still can't figure this out. 
I don't play the. She's a, she's not a lucky woman. She's Ronnie should have should still consider something else. Like you are not. You cannot be the end goal. I'm the same. There is no possible way I'm the end goal. We all are. You too. Yeah, 100%. No possible way. Celebrate no, me. You have to keep talking. That's you talking to you. That isn't her. You're trying to convince yourself you're worthy. Any moment now, she's capable of grabbing a guy who lives on Mummy Mountain with an $18 million house. She's got the currency in her pants and she looks good. You are not the end goal. Some reason or another, you can't figure it out. You haven't unlocked that door. I haven't either. They're hanging out with us. I go full Brady on that one. I'm not asking any questions. I say it all the I time. Yeah, I, I, like you driving through Paradise Valley. I'm like, any of these houses could be yours. You've got you got more currency, and your I could never make as much money in the world to match what you're carrying around. Why do you say stuff like that? Because it's because I have to worry about it every day, and it's not. It's like you could do this, and I would tip my cap and move on. Of course, you left for a rich. Handsome guy. You've been toiling in Spook Hill forever. Go to the Rushmores. <laughs> enjoy yourself. I can't be someone's end goal. That's ridiculous. I have a mirror at the house. I know Brady hates hearing this. You should have the same feelings. You celebrate yourself home, though. You have that You have that blinder on, which I admire, too. <laughs> Brady, the whole time we're talking, this is all he hears. <laughs> when I come home, people are excited because of me. No way. Ronnie looks at you and goes, best I could do. <laughs> I, I get the same thing. Of course I just not. don't question it, though. I look at you, too, and we all know it because guys are more honest. That's yep. why a woman could never hear, that's the best you could ever do, lady. It's never a thing. <laughs> never a thing. Ever. And if you do see that, you just assume the dude's gay, like Hugh Jackman's wife. Like, he's gay. There's no way. Women never hear that. It would never happen to you, me, or Brett. Ever. Nope. No one's ever going to walk up to a woman and go, "He is the. you have hit the jackpot. That's the best you could ever do. Never. They ask them, what are you doing with him? That's a question that all of our chicks have, and all ever, are ever since we were eight years old. What are you doing with him? He's not a goal. He's not your goal, is he? Like, you've got <laughs> aspirations. There hasn't been a father you've met or I've met, Brady, that was happy to meet you, knowing that you were getting on top of his daughter. Not one. Not one family member finally met you and went, what? Him? I've seen the disappointment in parents' faces. That's why I picked Ronnie. She has no parents. I don't have to hear it. <laughs> That's smart. That's exactly right. You still had to meet family members. And the wash of disappointment was evident. <laughs> I've been there. I've seen it. Yeah, it's just once or twice a year. I want you to meet my parents is the worst thing I could hear because I'm like, oh, man, now i got to go see two people just wildly disappointed with their daughter's choice immediately. Like, immediately. Walk in the door, tried to dress nice, and I still don't look right. I'm like, oh, we've heard a lot about you. Then <laughs> they walk into the kitchen and go, what's she thinking? What's wrong with his eyes? A shock jock. No, it was even before that. It didn't matter. High school, <laughs> college, it didn't matter. I met parents. Wild disappointment. He's gay, can't um, you tell? <laughs> oh, yeah. They were trying to talk her. I think he's a homosexual. There's no possible way this lasts. You should get out now. There isn't a parent out there that was happy with their daughter's choice with me. Not one. Not one. 
guarantee. Your dad over the moon. Oh, my parents like, how'd he do this? <laughs> you better hang on to her for dear life, sir, because that one's going to run. Thought he was gay. What, yeah. what is this? He's not gay. <laughs> he, he's gay. There's no way she's, <laughs> he's not pulling that off without designing her house or buying her clothes or something. Fact. I've never seen parents happy to meet me. I'm years and years in. I still see the disappointment in Megan's parents' face. <laughs> Every time I'm there, oh, yeah, he's here. I forgot. That's nothing about it. He's Medea's still the same. Like, you're going to go to that family reunion. Yeah. Everybody's going to look at you and go, oh, all right. <laughs> Who's the dude in the suicidal tendencies? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the guy in the suicidal tendencies suit? <laughs> <laughs> and what is that? That's Matthias guy. Is she like a make-a-wish provider? What is that? <laughs> Again, I don't question it. Me I neither. just go with it. I'm but like Pete Davidson. I don't question it. In answer it. to Carolyn's question, how do you know when you're shooting out of your league as a woman? I don't know. We don't tell you. But deep down, I think you know. Yeah, absolutely. Brady. But again, then there's these people that just, just the Brady's of the world that don't know. <laughs> Look at him. He's dancing. I think the sun gets him. <laughs> I'm coming home at, at 1230. You need to celebrate me home. Celebrate me home. <laughs> I can't believe this was on your mixtape. On a mixtape to a girl. <laughs> Songs about himself. I don't know how he felt about her. I like, give him credit, though. You're so lucky I'm driving to you. You should probably throw a party or something. <laughs> celebrate me. <laughs> this song is basically like, hey. Do something for me. Send me home. Have some ribbons and stuff up. Lucky. <laughs> Hide around that tree. You probably don't have that look in the mirror and go, I, I don't know how I've done this. You don't drive. I don't have mirrors. You don't drive through not, not those wavy ones that make you look tall. <laughs> the Paradise Valley the Drive. You don't mirrors. point out houses. You don't go to these Dr. Luau parties and go, okay. Everybody in here is probably somebody she should be with other than me. They're doctors and lawyers, and there you are with food and your gray beard. <laughs> the shortest guy at the party and thinking, yeah, this just doesn't make sense. But dudes dudes hear it and say it all the time to each other. All the time. You about kicked your coverage, bro. How well, did you pull that off? Better lock that one down. Yeah, no, dude, she's way out of your league. Constantly. Women, you don't hear it. Don't question it. Just roll with it. Yeah. Women never hear it because you'd break down in tears. Maybe that's what we should do. I kind of want to say that to a to a blob with a good-looking guy. Hey, lady, you've outkicked your coverage. <laughs> Watch what happens. <laughs> no. You let yourself go, and he's hanging around. That's a He's a keeper. Listen, 600-pound sister. <laughs> you've, got, you've got love handles on your eyebrows. Like, that's how fat you are. Like, your head is fat. You know, lucky you were to have him. Like, because I can say that to Brady. I'm like, I don't know how your portly ass ever pulled this off. And we laugh and have fun. You try that with a woman. I don't know. You're you're so fat and so unappealing, and yet this guy is with you. You've outkicked your coverage here, Susan. <laughs> hey, why do you say that to me? Because I just I'm a realist. Don't worry about it. And I don't know if any guys feel that way. Boy, my wife's really outkicked her coverage. I don't think a guy feels that way ever. I think the women share the, the secret amongst each other on how to tie one down. 
What do you mean? You shoot, you, they low bar. Women low bar. That's why they allow us to get fat and weird and ugly and bald. And they just, they accept reality. We, we're bad at it. Next thing you know, your wife comes home with that haircut above her ears. I'm not trying anymore. Yeah. No. no S. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Nat Geo Cole, what happened to your hair? This is it. <laughs> Why do you have Moe's hair from the Three Stooges? Hey, Apocalypto, <laughs> yeah. time to get out of here. Hey, you and Mel Gibson take this film somewhere else. That's why when a woman says, I think I'm, I'm thinking about cutting my hair. Like, no, 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 no. Because it's one step closer to getting to that weird old lady thing. That It's a bob, and then it's just below the ears, then it's at the ears, and now she's uh, the Dutch boy. <laughs> and she's just combing it over a little in front, it's like thinned out. Like, oh, man, dating the owners, the Raiders. <laughs> I got Mark Davis with me at oh. dinner tonight. I expect to get a heart on I don't think there's anything, like, erectile dysfunction's not real. It's basically your wife cut her hair. <laughs> we, we, we like to pretend it's medical for your, you know, psyche to not get punched, but it's your hair. Keep that in mind, ladies. Every time we can't get hard with you, it's probably because you cut your hair poorly. <laughs> you got those Aztec bangs way too high. Like, ugh, <laughs> I can't get hard for this. <laughs> anyway. I don't know. Thank you, Carolyn. It's a good question. We don't know how women outkick their coverage, but you do. We just can't say so or you'll cry. Uh, anyway, interesting. Thanks, Pete Davidson, for that topic today. <laughs> uh, it's Godsmack. Uh, awake for the birth of... Uh, wait, whose birthday was it? Shannon Larkin. Oh, okay. There you go. Shannon Larkin. He's gonna, we can give him a cake on May 6th. There you go. Then it'll be a little bit belated, but we'll do it anyway. It's Godsmack. It's your wake-up song. It's called Awake. It's 98 KUPD. <laughs> Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.